presents High Tech Sunday. On today's episode of High Tech Sunday, our hosts, Rayondon Kennedy and Lango Dean, sit down with multifunctional engineering and science manager for Lockheed Martin Corporation and 2021 Women of Color STEM Conference Community Service and Industry Award winner, Danny Chambers, for a conversation on the art of giving back. Up first is Career Communication Group's Managing Editor, Rayondon Kennedy. Next is Career Communication Group's Senior Technology Editor, Lango Dean. Finally, our esteemed guest, Danny Chambers. Beginning her career with Lockheed Martin in 2005, Chambers has held many critical positions which have empowered and motivated her to develop her leadership and management skills. Danny appreciates giving back and helping others become successful through mentoring, coaching, and outreach. Danny's outreach includes students from kindergarten through college, where she has even gone into classrooms to conduct mock interviews to prepare students for the challenges of corporate workforce. Danny's faith is also an important part of her life as she serves communities across the country as a faith-based speaker at the Women Witnessing the Word of Wisdom conferences. And without further delay, High Tech Sunday, featuring Rayondon Kennedy and Lango Dean. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Rayonda Kennedy, and I will be your host sub again for Dr. Mark Vaughn. We're here with a great guest for High Tech Sunday. High Tech Sunday, as you guys know, is a great conversational show where we get to talk with STEM leaders like Miss Danny Chambers and just get to know a little bit more about them and what they do and, and really what makes, what makes them tick. And so Danny is a 2021 WOC Women of Color uh, Community Service Award winner, and she's going to be talking to us today. But just to kick things off, Danny, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who is Danny Chambers? So I currently work for Lockheed Martin as a multifunctional engineering and science manager. I've been with Lockheed Martin for about a little over 15 years. Um, so pretty much started my career with them. I graduated um, from Iowa State University with a bachelor's and master's in industrial technology. And I moved um, from Iowa, originally born and raised, and so I moved out um, here to where I'm now, Aurora, Colorado, to start my career with Lockheed Martin. And um, enjoyed it for all 15 years. And I've also uh, been married for two years now, just celebrated two year anniversary. So excited about that. And uh, that's me in a nutshell. Well, I think you and I are, have something in common because I, I just celebrated last month uh, my two year anniversary oh, nice. uh, with my wife as well. So congratulations. Thank you. And congratulations <laughs> to you as well. Thank you. <laughs> and, and so, Danny, you, you mentioned you as a multifunctional uh, engineer. And so really what I want to do is kind of dig into your professional background. When did you know that you wanted to have and pursue a, a career in STEM? You know, what was that moment where you was like, this is it? Like, this is what I want to do. So I come from a family of engineers. My grandfather, um, he was an engineer 
Um, I have uncles who are engineers and my father um, is an engineer. And so I just noticed I, I liked problem solving. Um, naturally, you know, like most people say, I was good at science and math in school. And this is pretty, you know, cool. And I liked, you know, showing my work. I was one of the ones that wanted to show all my work in the math problems. This is how I started the problem. And this is how I, I solved it. Um, and so my dad seeing that skill in me helped guide me into that. And so, of course, they had bring your child to work day. Um, and so as I got older and understood more kind of, he couldn't tell me everything, you know, he was working on, but him just seeing how he contributed to the protection of our military, of our United States. He worked on radios for military aircraft. And so that just really piqued my interest in engineering. And so going to work with him and meeting his team and and that just solidified it for me that that's that's what I wanted to do is to be an engineer. So so basically Danny you're saying you had no choice between your grandfather and your father <laughs> you were going, you were going to be an engineer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Either that or I was going to be a background dancer for some musical artist. So I picked <laughs> I picked so engineering. Now- so now, Danny, I'm I'm gonna be looking for some TikToks. I, I want to see some, some TikTok moves. <laughs> when we get when we when you go across the stage at Women of Color, I want to see. Right. Wanna see. <laughs> but but no, that that that's awesome. One of the cool things about High Tech Sunday, um, and then I know I mentioned it when we had our briefing, is uh, we get to learn more about the guests more than what we can Google, right? And so one of the other cool things is we we get to talk about our spirituality a little bit. And so one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, because one of the things we see is people like you come onto the show who are very passionate about what they do, usually have a spiritual drive. And so I want to know what that is for you. How does your spirituality kind of influence your passion and influence the work that you do on the day-to-day, on the giving back, on the volunteer? How does, how does your spirituality play? And what was your spiritual uh, background like? So I was raised in a Christian home. And so very early, my parents, my mother and my father, they taught me and my little brother at a very young age about the Lord. And so we would have Bible studies. We were in church. I always liked it how we would read Bible stories and we act them out, you know, as kids, we, we got to be active. And, and so he, we would kind of make plays. And so that's how we really learned, you know, what, what the scripture says. And so I was raised in that environment. And so, um, actually I wanted to read a, a scripture in Colossians chapter three, verse 23. It states, whatever you do, do your work heartedly as for the Lord rather than for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. It is the Lord Christ whom you serve. So that's what I saw my parents do. And so taking that, I knew I had to be. They were constantly telling me to be other-centered because that's how Jesus Christ was. And so um, I would take that and just wanting to to help others, to encourage them, to lift them up and encourage them to pursue 
their passions. Um, and so with that upbringing, I've always had that compassion and that heart for, for other people. That's really cool that, that you brought that up because uh, that verse actually uh, resonates with me as well. And so one of the things about my background is I, I played football in college and I was a part of a Christian athlete group. And one of our things was uh, we called it AO1, an audience of one playing for God. And so that scripture basically said, you know, if you're playing for God or if you're doing everything that you do, if your motivations are for God, everything else comes into falls into place, the accolades, the recognition. Uh, but if you're playing for the right person, if you're doing it for the right things, everything else kind of falls in order. And so uh, I'm really happy that you chose yeah. that because that's a really, really powerful verse. And so, Daddy, let's let's just kind of jump into our conversation. The title of this of this episode is The Art of Giving Back. And so, you know, we know that, you know, that's kind of uh, the center of our of our topic, our center of our conversation today. Uh, about your passion for giving back to the community and really helping the next generation of STEM professionals and future STEM leaders. But before we dig in, I kind of want to go back to this multifunctional engineer, and I kind of want you to talk to us about what exactly is that? Because uh, I did my homework and I was going through your package and, you know, there's a lot of classifieds. And so <laughs> things, that, things yep. that I know you, I know you can't talk about. And so I'm not going to press you there, but, you know, if you want to drop a, a, a couple of secrets on us, we, we, we're here for it. <laughs> but, 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 within, but within the realm of what you can talk about, what exactly is a multifunctional engineer and the teams that you manage? Um, and, and what does your day-to-day -day look like at Lockheed Martin? Yeah, my job title is definitely a mouthful. They, you know, Lockheed, you know, tries to come up with job titles to really describe, you know, what we do. So I particularly manage many functional, many teams that do different things. And so that's probably why they're like, okay, this is, this will capture what she does. So we basically work on a system that helps to protect our military, protect the United States and our allies. And so we make sure that this system is maintained properly, that it's fulfilling the needs of our customer, of our military. And there's different parts of the, the whole system. And so I, I run you know, teams that are responsible for different parts of, of maintaining that system. And so we're constantly having to track, you know, all the customer desires and needs to fulfill what they need to do to do their job successfully. And so that's why, you know, I, this job is very fulfilling to me because I'm contributing to their work and to make sure they're successful in protecting us. And so my day to day is, you know, making sure the team is looking at all of their systems, doing all of their, their checks to make sure it's, it's running uh, successfully. If there's any problems that the issues are worked out immediately, they can't be worked out immediately, make sure that we have a plan and that we go over with the customer on how to bring the system back up that, so they can use it for their tasks. And so, and then we also have availability to do some innovation. So how can we make this system work even better, more efficient for the customer? So we, um, that's the fun, one of the fun parts about our job, just thinking outside the box and coming up with ways where we can make the system even better. So 
that's pretty much in a nutshell what I do. I wish I could talk about the, the specifics that, that we do because it's really cool. But, uh, and I sometimes, you know, get jealous when I see other Lockheed programs and, you know, sending, you know, satellites to Mars and Jupiter and everybody's, you know, talking about it. And I'm like, oh, I wish I could talk about that. Uh, but Lockheed has many cool projects that they do that, um, and they contribute to our nation's security and just making sure that we continue to contribute to the the safety of of America. And so I'm definitely proud uh, to work for Lockheed Martin. So for those of you guys playing at home, we know she's not sending satellites to Mars. We crossed that <laughs> off the list. <laughs> right, you just, by the, okay, that's <laughs> No, but... But Danny, that that is really cool, and I really have so many questions that I wanna I wanna pry and dig deeper. But I know I know I don't want to get you in trouble or get us in trouble, or, or I don't want anybody to get in trouble. <laughs> so I, right. I'm just gonna move on to the next question. But it really sounds like you're doing some really amazing things. And just for those of you who are listening, the way her face lit up when she was talking about it, you can tell she really enjoys uh, what she does. And so what I want to do next is. This year again, congratulations because you are 2021 Women of Color Award winner who's going to be honored later um, in October, in the beginning of October, um, at the Women of Color uh, STEM Digital Twin Experience Conference. But what I want to do, uh, you're winning the award for community service. And so, Danny, I want you to, to, to kind of close your eyes right now. And I want you to take me back to when you found out that you were getting, what was that moment like for you? And, and what, is, what, is that mo- what does that award mean to you, having been recognized for your uh, volunteerism and giving back to the community? Yeah, so I found out a couple of months ago, I, I got the email and I was shocked. One, um, one of my colleagues and my friend, she put me in for the award and I was, you know, pleasantly surprised. And just knowing that I'm sure there was a lot of people that went for this award and that because you know, I'm thinking this is just what I do. This is my everyday life. You know, there's nothing special to it. So I was just pleasantly surprised um, that I received the award. And of course, I thank the Lord because as I said in the beginning, you know, I work, my work is to glorify Jesus Christ. And so anytime that I can give, you know, glory to him, then I'll do that. So I'm very thankful for the award, but I give all glory to God for it. Yes. And so oftentimes we think that we kind of just go in. So it's always amazing when people recognize the the things that we do, the things that, you know, we kind of just, you know, this is just what we do. We, we don't really, you know, notice people noticing us, if that, if you will. Um, so it's always really cool to kind of receive those recognitions and, and just know that like the work that you're doing does matter and the work that you do, Danny, does matter. And so that's kind of what I want to get into right now is to talk about how exactly, you know, what, what did you do to get this award? Like what kind of things are, are you doing? How, why, why did you get this community service award? So Lockheed Martin, they have business resource groups that really reach out to all diverse backgrounds. And so the particular group or groups that I'm in is Black Excellence Council and NSBE, so National Society of Black Engineers. Lockheed Martin does have a chapter. And so with 
most of my work was with NSBE as part of the Black Excellence Council that really is taking, now that you're a Lockheed Martin employee, we really work to enhance and promote your career. And so they have talks about different subjects, about career guidance, career coaching, things like that. Uh, we really, really want to make sure that your experience with Lockheed, you're really getting the fulfillment that you want. You're really, you know, into doing the type of work that you desire, meeting different people, meeting different leadership to help you, you know, navigate through what you want to do. NSBE is the extension of BEC. Um, and so that's where we, you know, extend and then go out into the community. So that's where we're going into the schools. And that's where I found that, you know, reaching back to, because I've been there, we've all been there, been through kindergarten through up. So I know now that I'm in corporate America, now that I can help them get to that place that they want to be. And so I spent a lot of time going to college universities. We went to um, high schools where we would, different companies would come and set up different technologies and all the kids would come and um, they could, you know, play with virtual reality and things like that, um, get them excited about um, engineering. So, you know, driving to different places, driving to Wyoming, um, all around Colorado, things like that. And so, um, and then when things went virtual, you know, my reach got even further. So was able to do things with Girls Inc. Um, they were doing a project for Lockheed. So, um, you know, I was able to talk to them. So I just found that, you know, it was very helpful for them to hear, you know, someone that has been through school now in corporate America, hear my experiences, what I did, and it helps them, encourages them to now keep going and pursuing um, their career path. So, Danny, um, I don't know if you know this about me, but I am a, a giant kid. I, I love video <laughs> games. I love virtual reality. And so I really want to kind of dig and kind of hear about some of the activities that you do um, a little bit in more detail with the virtual reality. How are you guys using virtual reality to kind of inspire uh, and introduce uh, STEM pathways for, for kids? Because uh, I've done virtual reality. It is a lot of fun, <laughs> a whole lot of fun. But, but how, how are you using those technology, that advancement, and how are you using that interest in gaming that kids have to kind of inspire STEM pathway? So, you know, we use the, you know, the virtual reality have different applications on there. You can see different planets. You know, like I mentioned earlier, we have missions where we'll go to Mars, go to, you know, Jupiter, things like that. So with little kids, they'll be able to, you know, put that on and see the different planets and, and things like that. And so they find it, you know, very cool to, you know, try to, you know, reach, reach the planets and, and things like that. And so we just kind of, you know, if little kids talk about, you know, it, it can be reachable, you know, we send, you know, space, a spaceship, you know, I'll call it a spaceship out there. And you can, you know, we have different people that 
work on this spaceship to get it there so we can explore what's on the planet. What does it have on it? And and then we bring it back and, and look at it. And so, and then with, with older young men and women, then we, you know, talk about different things, you know, working on spacecraft that goes, you know, there's all type, like I said, I work on a system. There's all types of parts of a system that you can work on. And I remember one woman came to me. She was like, well, I'm not into, you know, engineering, you know, and all this stuff. I'm more into the arts. And I said, well, you know, like what? And she mentioned makeup. And I said, well, that can be engineering. That's chemical, chemical engineering, all the chemicals that go with, I mean, with makeup, that STEM is across the board. It's utilized, I think, in every aspect. So we just kind of get them excited about, you know, trying to think about what do you want to do in your life and, you know, reaching beyond, you know, this planet. It is possible. And we use, you know, virtual reality to imagine, you know, what we can do, what things look like, you know, up close, you know, and, and try to build that spacecraft and then you know send it actually out out of space so that's kind of you know how we use virtual reality it's a very like you said it's a very cool tool everybody likes it and so that typically draws them into the conversation of how they can be a part of of what we do at Lockheed. Absolutely and it's it's always fun when you can find a way to, to deliver the message in a way that, that, you know, whoever you're talking to can receive it. And definitely by putting it in a, a video game and kind of connecting it. Um, Cause like you said, when you were just talking, STEM is all around us. And I was actually talking to, to my team yesterday and we were talking about how everything has STEM. You just kind of have to see it. If you like video games, you can code it. If you like music, you know, you can be a sound engineer and, and connect the systems. Like there's a lot of different ways and STEM is everywhere. And so I think the coolest, one of the cool things about what you're doing is you're finding a way to reach it and kind of share that message in a way that, uh, uh, what does uh, my boss say? He, he calls it hiding the medicine within the food. <laughs> so like, you're going <laughs> yeah, to get that. You're going to get the you're going to get the message. But the, the, the cool thing is that you're introducing it to them in a way that that can see. And so Danny, you know, 2021 Women of Color Community Service Award winner. Uh, you do this work uh, largely with the with the help of Lockheed Martin. So I know a lot of people when they think about going to work, the last thing they want to do is do more work or volunteer. <laughs> but obviously, you're cut from a different cloth. And so I want to kind of talk a little bit about that. Why is this work, this volunteerism? Uh, why is it important to you? You know, uh, why is that passion? You know, what 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 drives you to to go to work and then be like, you know what, I'm gonna do some more work and I'm really gonna help these kids. And uh, so what's, what's, what's that drive? Well, I find when you're in your passion that it doesn't feel like work. And so it's, it's like another, you know, activity. If I want to go to the mall, if I want to go to the movies, the comedy show, it was just a natural thing for me to do. Um, and it really, it didn't take, you know, much time. It was a, you know, hour after work here, or there, sometimes longer if we were traveling in a car and I was with friends. So it was, you know, a good opportunity for us to connect. And, but I find that, you know, to meet what I feel is a short amount of time, the impact 
this could be for a lifetime. So some of these people I have a continued relationship with. I've um, now some of their mentors, they've now come on to Lockheed Martin or sometimes, you know, we'll reach out to each other once a year to say happy birthday. You know, we're on LinkedIn, you know, someone reach out to me, you know, hey, someone just I know graduated and is looking for some work, you know, so having that having those having that network and making those connections and just letting them know that there's someone out there in your corner that's going to encourage you another scripture comes to mind um, it's actually one of my my favorite scriptures jeremiah 29 11 which says for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope in a future. So there's a plan out there for everyone. And so I just want to encourage, you know, people to pursue that plan. And it's a plan to, you know, prosper you. And so just continue because sometimes, you know, the journey can be a little rough. My journey was a little rough, you know, and I've been discouraged before, but I turn to the word of God and remind myself of that. And, and so I just want to, you know, like I was encouraged, encouraging, you know, others um, in that. Danny, I want to pivot just a little bit. And I want to, I want to go back to, to little Danny, because I know from our, our briefing conversation that uh, your parents had a, had a particularly uh, impactful influence on your passion for giving back. Uh, I know you mentioned your mom uh, uh, did the, uh, the Meals on Wheels and used to take you along for, you know, with her. And also uh, that your father was a life coach. And so um, I, I do want to talk uh, or have you talk to us a little bit about the, the impact your parents had and, and, and what you've learned from those experiences uh, uh, with them. Yeah, so my parents, they're both, you know, act, they've been married for almost 50 years. So they've been very, yeah, <laughs> they've been very active in the community. And like how you're asking me, like, how did you find that time? To this day, I'll, I'll ask my dad, because he was uh, working and, and volunteering. And then my mom, she worked for her pastor. And then, and I'm like, how do you have time to do all this stuff? Because I don't, remember them really like, why are you always gone? They, I just, I don't know how they fit. And now I know being, you know, doing it myself. Um, but my mom, she volunteered in her church. She was the, the nursery coordinator. Um, so she would get me involved with that, you know, coordinating all who was going to run the nursery that Sunday for church. And I see her with all the schedules. Then if she couldn't find anybody, she signed me up and I'm like, oh my goodness. Uh, but that's how I got to play with the little kids and um, and then the Meals on Wheels, you know, she's like, okay, you're going to come with me. So during the summer when I was out of school, she did Meals on Wheels on Friday and it was Friday morning. I wanted to sleep in. <laughs> so like, why? But every time I would go, I would have a good time because I would see it's, it's mainly, it was mainly elderly people that you deliver meals to. Sometimes there's a few, like, and they had, like, you know, an accident and couldn't, you know, get out. But I just saw the look on these people's faces when they would see my mom, 
And I was really shy. My mom's really shy. So just to see her go and talk to strangers, I'm like, okay, I can do this. And they would just light up when they see my mom because she would take maybe five, 10 minutes. She wouldn't just drop off the meal and go. She would say, hi, how you doing? How's your family? What have you been up to? And they would just love her. And I was just looking like, you've made like a total impact. Five, it took five minutes, 10 minutes out of your day. The whole, our route took maybe an hour, you know, if that. So just seeing how she give back, just helping people in need. Um, and another scripture that comes to mind is Philippians chapter two, verse four says, do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. And so that's what I really saw in my mother. And I still see that she is always looking to help other people. She's still doing it to this day. And so they love seeing her when when she comes around, even if she finds out if someone was moved from their home into a nursing home, she would go visit them every once in a while. Um, because sometimes they just didn't have family or in my heart, you know, our hearts would just go out and they have family, you know, that would come visit. And so that my mother was the visitor that they had. And so just doing that one act of kindness um, makes a huge impact. Now, my father, he teaches martial arts. So, of course, I grew up learning martial arts. Um, and he does the, you know, the, the coaching and then the Bible studies. And so through that, again, learning, having the foundation of Christ, the word of God, teaching me young, you know, I, I tell parents, teach your kids young, they, they will go back to it. And so the word of God has definitely been my anchor with martial arts. You know, you learn that patience. You learn to be kind to others. The Bible says a wise man attacks and protects, you know, his house. And so that word wise, you're wise, you know, you're strategic about how, you know, you're looking at threats and things like that. And so his martial arts is is Christian based. So he's always giving a Christian message to his students, how to deal with bullies, making sure you obey your parents in the Lord, things like that. So um, he's definitely taught me um, a lot of life lessons on how to deal with people, you know, be quick to hear and slow to speak. That's in the word of God. Just making sure that you are, well, for me as a Christian, glorifying Christ in all that I do and everything Um, will go well because God's going to take care of you. He's with you. He's walking with you. I'm a witness and evidence to that. And and so those are some of the principles that he has has taught me along with my mother. Your parents sound like some pretty amazing people and they they raised (laughs) and they raised (laughs) and they and they raised a pretty amazing daughter and and we're lucky to be sitting here talking with you today. And so I'm going to, I'm going to go, like I said, I, I did, I did my homework. I got a quote here from Audra Samuels, your nominator. Uh, and it reads, Danny is a high performer in her day job and she still finds time to give back. And I know you talked a little bit about it, uh, uh, a little bit, but what advice do you have for people who want to give back or should be giving back, but like their excuses or they have trouble 
balancing that time and finding time to kind of focus and go, you know, put their energy into work and doing a good job at work and then still finding time to kind of give back to the community. What what advice do you have for them in being able to kind of balance that and, and still, uh, you know, meet their, their professional goals? So it's all about how you want to look at community. So some people might think, okay, you're going out, you're going to the schools, like you mentioned my mom doing Meals on Wheels, you're part of all these organizations, but it doesn't have to mean that you can, you can start at home. Are you helping your younger siblings with some homework? Um, and, you know, and helping them, are you, you could be, um, saying hi to a stranger on the street. Like I said, my mother talking to a stranger for five minutes made an impact. You're, you know, showing acts of kindness is giving to your community. Um, if you're in your job, I think how you interact with your team is giving back to your community. Are you encouraging them in their day-to-day -day tasks and, you know, what they want to do? And so, you know, you look at, you know, I, that's how I started. I started, you know, I had someone, my parents bringing me along with them to, to certain things. Um, but they also, you know, told me how, you know, important it is to spend time with your family. And, you know, like I said, been, been married for, for two years now. So my priorities have shifted. Now my priority is my husband and, and my family. So when I was single, yeah, I had more time to to do things and join organizations, but my priority has shifted. That doesn't mean I'm still not contributing. So if you can, you know, give back, you know, helping someone with a resume, you could have a sister, brother, cousin that's, that's about to uh, graduate college or maybe going through college or even high school. You talk about resumes um, and this is how you build a resume. Ask them, you know, so what do you, what do you think about doing as a career? Um, and just anything that you can help, you know, the, the life experiences that you've had, how can you help someone make their transition, their journey smoother, possibly. Um, so I think that is all helping the community because eventually they're gonna go out into the community. They're gonna go into corporate America. And so when other people, you know, if I can reach, um, that's why I, I tend to lean towards um, students who are still in school so I can, okay, this is, this is the journey to get into corporate America. This is what I experienced um, and I'm here, you know, to help you. So it's all kinds of things, saying hi to a stranger, you know, helping someone um, carry their groceries, all that kind of stuff is, is helping, helping your community. That's that's amazing. Every little bit counts, you know, yep. every 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 splash, uh, every every drop, whatever you can give, because when we're all doing it, we can make one big uh, one big splash in the pool of life. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. So, Danny, it's been a lot of fun and very inspirational uh, in our conversation so far. But the cool thing about High Tech Sunday is uh, you get two of us. And so right now I'm going to tag in my partner in crime, Lango, and, uh, uh, and let her take it away for her uh, portion of the conversation. Lango? You're listening to High Tech Sunday, featuring Rayondon Kennedy, Lango Dean, 
and our special guest, multifunctional engineering and science manager for Lockheed Martin Corporation and 2021 Women of Color STEM Conference Community Service and Industry Award winner, Danny Chambers. Registration for the 2021 Women of Color STEM Conference is now open. Stay tuned for a message from our sponsor. Running from October 7th through the 9th, 2021, don't miss out on the upcoming Women of Color STEM Conference. Since 1995, the Women of Color STEM Conference has been the premier forum of choice for recognizing the significant contributions by women in STEM fields. General registration opens on April 30th, 2021. Don't miss out on the opportunity to meet and learn from executives who are committed to the advancement of women in the workplace. Again, general registration opens on April 30th, 2021. We hope to see you there. Please visit www.womenofcolor.net for more information. Again, registration for the 2021 Women of Color STEM Conference is now open. So visit www.womenofcolor.net for more information. Now, back to the show. Thank you, Ray. I was enjoying that so much. I forgot I had to come on. Nice listening to you, Danny. It's It's been a great conversation between you and Ray. You know, to your point, you've been going into high schools in, I think, Wyoming, you said, and, and Colorado, and even talking to students online um, during the pandemic. And, you know, I'm sure you've met a lot of young people who don't quite know yet what they want to do. I don't want to say you were ordained to be an engineer because... <laughs> uh, that might be pushing it a little too far, but you had so many examples. Your grandfather was an engineer, and then you you had uncles and your father, of course. So it was almost the given that you would go go down that path. But for students who are not sure, why should they pursue a career in STEM? Uh, well, I believe that it just extends into everything. So the science, I mean, science is all around us. Technology, you use technology, cell phones, TVs. How do those work? Can you make it better? Do you um, see a need like, hey, I can make this smaller. I can make this faster. Um, And so it's all around us. We use it. You know, how can you contribute to make it better. It's always room to make something better. And I think it's cool to be a part of a team that works on things like that to make technology better for the people, for our military. And so who doesn't want to make life better? And so I think STEM is all a part of that. Um, And like I said earlier, it doesn't just have to be, you know, this grand technology, big tech 
you know, like I said, makeup, skincare, hair care. We all need chemical engineers in that. So it's it's all over. So people, um, music, you know, if you're arranging, producing music, you know, that's engineering, you know, so there's a whole bunch of things you can go into. And so, you know, while you may think, well, STEM is, you know, I got to be an engineer, not necessarily. There's so many things that you can do. I mean, it's, it's the possibilities are endless. And so that's what I encourage people to really think about what do you want to do? And there's STEM sprinkled in there somewhere. Mm, I like that. So STEM is used across the board and whatever you want to do, STEM is sprinkled in there somewhere. But what are the ways that students can explore or learn more about STEM careers? Because sometimes you're actually doing STEM, but you don't really know how to do STEM. How can students learn more? Um, So what folks have now that I didn't have growing up is all of this, all this technology with YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. I mean, I wish I had that (laughs) because you can look up anything. When you're in school, you know, you can, you know, reach out, you know, to your teacher and say, hey, I'm interested in this. Or if you're, if you, it just comes to your mind, you can Google it. It always will lead you to maybe a company that's working on that or a certain type of technology. Um, and then you can explore or you, I use YouTube a lot for stuff. I mean, companies have a lot of videos. So if you see, a, uh, hear about a company, like, oh, I wonder what they do. Um, like you have a phone, if you have an Apple phone, what is, what does Apple do? What is all the co- stuff that they do? You go on their website and they, and they list, you know, their careers and, um, Lockheed, when you see that we've launched something, uh, to, uh, launched a spaceship to a, a planet, what does Lockheed do? Lockheed has a YouTube channel. Um, you can, go on their website and look at all the things that they do. And so I really encourage people to take ownership of their careers Um, because while I had help, while I had guidance, that is another thing that um, my parents did taught me that you own your career. No one else does. You will have help, but you own it and you can do the research. Um, You know how to look things up. Um, and so back then, you know, I was going to libraries. There's a little bit of internet as I got older, but, um, and, and I really depended on other people. You know, my dad had a network. So I was asking, you know, of course I was talking to my dad and then I was talking to the network that I had, you know, what about this? What do you do? Um, oh, you do software engineering. Okay. Um, what else? My dad, you know, is electrical engineer. Um, okay. You know, so that's how I explore, but you have so many things at your fingertips. Um, and so I would definitely, you know, start there exploring research. So it starts with being curious about the world around you, being curious about the products you use every day, the cell phone you have in your hand, who made that? What kind of jobs do they have at that company? 
The next question we're going to move to now is what skills do you need? Because once you have that information, once you've got it, the STEM is all around you and you understand the different things that STEM is used in sending rockets to Mars or, or satellites to Mars or using chemicals in the makeup to use or protecting our troops, protecting the US and protecting America's allies. There's so many, a whole range of things. But what skills do you need to sharpen? You're 10, 11, 12 years old, even 15. What skills do you need to start thinking about that you, you're gonna need to be successful in STEM and why? So I, I tend to lean on, some people may call them soft skills. You know, of course, you know, we need the, uh, you know, there's, there's coding. So if there's, you know, people can, you know, now they have coding for kids that I see. I, I, wish, I wish that was available when I was younger. Um, so, you know, C++, Python, there's so many things that we use today, cell phones, video games that are coded. But what I find is very important, and all that stuff can be taught, the coding, the math, is teamwork, working in teams. You'll never be working by yourself. You're always going to be working collectively with other people that are very smart and learning to work with them and you know, work with their ideas to bring a solution is awesome. Being a problem solver, you know, think about, you know, I try to think about the end and then work backwards. So if I'm sending someone to the moon, okay, well, what does the capsule need to be like to protect that person in that atmosphere? Um, food, where are they going to sleep? Um, Things like that, problem solving. Um, and then innovation, thinking outside the box. Can you say, okay, this isn't available now, but how can I make this better? Think, thinking of just some wild things. So that innovation piece is very important. Um, so, and so I tend to lean on and telling people those things because um, that's a skill that you know a lot of people don't have. I had to continuously learn it, learn it. I had the problem solving, but I had to continuously learn the innovation piece. Like it's hard to think of something that's not here yet, but that's the kind of people that's going to continue to make us successful and bring technologies that we we can even you know, dream of and working with teams, working with other people, you're going to have different personalities um, and things like that. And so really working with other people is important. But start with, you know, the, you know, there's coding, there's different um, organizations that there's code quests with different, you know, contests and things like that. And so there's little things that you can do there. Wonderful. So those skills, again, coding, learning to work as part of a team, teamwork, and um, those things that help you sort of like understand the things that make the products that you use every day. Because without the coding, without the teamwork, without the collaboration, none of this, nothing happens in the world. What other advice do you have for students to find success in this field? You know, again, take ownership of your career. 
find a trusted mentor that you can talk to and bounce ideas off that um, has, has is is that where you want to be so they can help guide you um, getting um, an advocate someone that is in you know a position that you're in and can you know actually bring you bring you up bring you into that role you know there's your teachers your counselor an advisor in college i know i utilize my advisors in college a lot about you know what do i you know want to do i bounce between computer engineering and industrial technology so um, they they will really help you so definitely get a mentor and then also maintain that mentor through um, through your career it never stops but you know explore what you want to do you don't have to have all the answers right away start small you don't have to have a five ten year plan but you know try to think of a plan okay this is this is what i want to do in like a year um and and walk in that and then go from there um, and so really own your career and really step out and, and see and research and, and seek um, help in, in what you want to do that's wonderful i really like the part about seeking help and tapping your network the good people around you asking for advice just taking counsel from them on what you're doing what you plan to do because you don't know what you don't know and you, you can't figure it out right from the beginning so you're going to need a lot of help as you go along the way. Um, well, I guess that's why we have two people on this. We're always tapping each other <laughs> for support. So I'm gonna throw it back to Ray at this point. And thank you again, Danny. It's been really great talking to you. Thank you. Danny, are you ready to have some fun? <laughs> I, got <a> couple of, <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I got a couple of quick questions, just to show you that I was paying attention at the beginning of the, of the episode. And so as we get ready to close this, my first question, uh, uh, quick answers, because uh, we don't have much time and I don't want to get yelled at uh, by Brandon. Uh, <laughs> you mentioned that um, when you were younger, you did plays, you acted out. What was your favorite Bible story play that you've done? The Good Samaritan, because my brother, yeah. he loved to be the person to beat me up, you know. And yeah, it was, it, we liked that. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, I got, I got uh, three younger brothers, so I, I already know the drill. <laughs> the second question is, you said that if you weren't an engineer, that you would have been somebody's backup dancer. Yep. And so my question is, if you could be anybody's backup dancer, dead or alive, which artist would you choose and why? Janet Jackson. That that's the no brainer for me. <laughs> Janet Jack. That's who actually like really I how why I got into dance. I would watch her Pleasure Principle video and I started mimicking her moves, mm -hmm. and it took off from there. And I started dancing. <laughs> Rhythm Nation. I get it. <laughs> I love Janet Jackson. <laughs> We got we what we got to do is figure out we can get some uh some music up in here because we can be <laughs> right <laughs> get it get it going but Danny it's been a lot of fun um the last couple questions is um I know Lockheed Martin has a lot of lot of programs a lot of which you talked about on here how can students find out more about these programs and become more involved or how can they contact you for more information if you have any social media handles or anything like that uh, but yeah but just how can they how can they uh, how can they find out more information about what we talked about here today um, you can find me on LinkedIn 
Um, that's the only social media platform I'm on, which also has tons of companies on there. So you can research a bunch of companies to find out things. If you like coding, look up CodeQuest to find out how you can get involved. And they have mentors from companies that come in and um, help you through through that contest. Um, it's pretty fun. And yeah, I just encourage people, if, if especially if you're Christian, dig into the word of God. You will never go wrong. God will direct you um, and let that be your your foundation and never never depart from it. Was that was that your final word? Because <laughs> that was about to be my last one, but it kind of sounded like your <laughs> final word. But I'm gonna give you another shot. Uh, so I'm gonna shut up. This is gonna be the last you hear of me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Danny, uh, what do you want to leave the audience with? What do you want to want them to take away from this conversation today? You know, like I said, you, um, there's a plan for you. Everyone has a special gift that God has given them and you, um, are empowered to use that. Um, it's very special and it's very unique to you. Um, and so one of my other favorite verses is Proverbs chapter three, verse five, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. He has placed that gift in you and you are very special and you're valued. And I encourage you to pursue your dreams, whatever it is. Don't let anyone tell you that you're not good enough or you can't do it because you can. If you have the passion and the vision, you can do it. And in all things, glorify Christ, our Savior. Thank you. And thank you, Danny. And we thank you, our audience, for listening. This has been High Tech Sunday with Danny Chambers, our 2021 Women of Color Community Service Award winner. Thank you, Danny. We look forward to uh, our next episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of High Tech Sunday. Career Communications Group's High Tech Sunday looks at professional development and technology through the lens of spiritual philosophies. In a time when digital information is more critical than ever, this weekly program is produced by and for CCG's community of alumni and professionals in science, technology, engineering, and math fields. The community runs from national thought leaders to aspiring students. And this weekly series aims to bring a concentrated discussion around technological advancements and achievements based on universal moral principles. The one-hour podcast will be streamed every Sunday. The podcast can be accessed through the Bay of Facebook page, Women of Color Facebook page, and CCG YouTube page, in addition to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and Spotify. Please join us next time. It's time to get your nominations in for the Bay of STEM Awards. The honorees will be recognized at the Bay of STEM Conference held annually with a community over 10,000 strong that focuses on celebrating excellence by showcasing career opportunities and professionals in the STEM fields. The 36th annual conference will be held on February 17th through the 19th, 2022. 
please visit www.ccgheroes.com for more details on our nomination process to make sure nominations packets have everything it needs for the upcoming BASM conference. All peer reviewed nominations are due on August 31st, 2021. All Outstanding Achievement Awards are due on October 1st, 2021. Again, please visit our website at www.ccgheroes.com for more details on our nomination process.